0: A Father's Duty. Chapter 15 is just a few paragraphs long, but it speaks volumes about the soul of Godfrey. His secret safely buried, Godfrey no longer had to hide his feelings and admire Nancy from afar. But there became a new object for his forbidden attention. Just as he once stole furtive, undeserving glances at Nancy, he then watched Eppie with a keen but hidden interest. Just as before he had dared not confess the truth to Nancy or his father, then he dared not do anything that might suggest he had a particular interest in the child. And he was as good as ever at rationalizing away his negligence and quieting his conscience. He consoled himself that, deprived of her birthright, she had perhaps an even greater chance of the happiness people of Humbler Station often found." he made what presents he could without incurring suspicion, under the guise of simple generosity from a man of means to a poor one with an orphan child. He took on the appearance of a man of firmness only because, with the death of his wife and the continued absence of Duncy, the sword that hung over him and struck terror in his heart had been withdrawn, and he was free to pursue Nancy with purpose." But as he took the straight path toward his long-cherished wishes, as he smiled with the confidence of a triumphant lover when he was asked if the day was fixed, as he envisioned the happy future of his own hearth, where he and Nancy would play with their children, his conscience was still pricked by the memory of that other child, the inconvenient one. Elliot suggests, in more ways than one, that it pricked only lightly. First, there was this, quote, That famous ring that pricked its owner when he forgot duty and followed desire? I wonder if it pricked very hard when he set out on the chase, or whether it pricked but lightly then, and only pierced to the quick when the chase had long been ended, and Hope, folding her wings, looked backward and became regret, Unquote. This was a reference to a nineteenth-century children's story called Prince Darling— from the Blue Fairy Book by Andrew Lang. It tells the story of a king who is granted a wish by the fairy truth, and who asks that she teach his son to be good. He says to her, "'What good would it do him to be rich or handsome "'or to possess all the kingdoms of the world if he were wicked? "'You know well he would still be unhappy. "'Only a good man can be really contented,' unquote." When the king dies, the fairy presents Prince Darling with a ring that will prick his finger every time he does a bad deed. At first, the prince heeds the warning reminders, but eventually he takes off the ring and tosses it aside. Godfrey, too, seems sometimes to feel the sting of moral conscience, but never lets it pierce to the quick. That fact is punctuated in the last line, one so simple but that nevertheless gave me chills. And that other child, not on the hearth. He would not forget it. He would see that it was well provided for. That was a father's duty. That he had convinced himself he was doing a father's duty tells us everything about Godfrey Cass.